Hey, you're listening to Chew on That, the only show on the internet that breaks down weekly sermons that are happening currently here at Life Church in good old Green Bay, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Mm, good old. Good old Green Bay, Wisconsin. Yep, yeah. Sure is. I'm your host, Pastor Keith, the men's pastor here at Life Church. And joining me as always is Pastor Dallas. I am the location pastor here at Life Church Green Bay. And Pastor Megan. Hello, I am marketing. <laughs> Slash ladies, yep. slash yes. Yes. slash whatever, events, mm-hmm. you name it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm glad we did that. I just realized it's been a couple weeks where we just came, went it right in. We yeah. didn't even say our names. I First, think he said his name and, and I was like, let's get into it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yep. let's, go, let's go. So now we're, we're opening for new listeners. So That's true. Yeah. I think it's easy to wonder if you don't know, like I, I am definitely this person. Like if I am new to an organization, uh, I always wonder, I'm like, what does everyone like do here? You know, or yeah. like, where's your office? What does that look like? <laughs> I like to know. I like to know the inner workings. So yeah, I'm sure listeners do too. Yeah. Remember, remember when, when, was it Ryan who was like, I thought you just did music? Uh, I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> I, this week I got two people uh, that I was having conversation with them. Both of them said, oh, you work here? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah, I do. But, but I guess, they. how would they know? Part, part of that was like refreshingly cool. Yeah. Because I was like, oh yeah, no, no, I, I do, I do, yeah. But they just thought I was a volunteer. Right. And I was like, I'll take that. I'll yeah. take that all day long. Yeah. And then the other half, uh, I, the, the other person, I don't think knew anything I did. I don't even think they knew who I was. <laughs> Are you which, here? Which, which, which was also super cool. Cause I was like, that's so cool that uh, I'm so in the shadows, but like, you know, that you're like a leader in the shadows, yeah. you know, that that's, that's my goal is to yeah, not be, not be, not to be remembered. <laughs> you know? I mean, does that make sense? It does, but it could come up so negative. <laughs> no, yeah. no. I just don't want to be remembered. That's, that's my goal. If it, yeah. To do it all for Jesus. Yeah. Yes. To do everything I do for Jesus yeah. and not be recognized whatsoever. For sure. That like, so inside my, like inside my belly, when, when uh, he told me that, I'm like, oh, that's so cool. It's exactly what I want. I oh, want yeah. you to not know I, who I am. I also am appreciative when things knock my ego a little bit. Cause I'm like, you know, I, I it's just a, it's a good heart check, right? Yes. Like. Like not me, but you, God, not me, yeah. you. I say that yeah. all the time, not me, you. And so when things do kind of like, ooh, if it stings, I'm like, mm, girl, you better, <laughs> better pray about that. You know, like what was that? What was the thing that I was starting to think or or step into, whatever that God's kind of checking me on. So yeah. there you go. And yeah, the 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 pride. I, 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 as I guess people in church, that that that's a was that's an Achilles heel mm. for a lot of Jesus people. For sure, is pride it's, and and. Uh, uh, fortunately for me, it's never really been a thing for me. Like, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know how to say Not that. Not if without, your motto is to be forgotten, w- I guess. Yeah. W- yeah. Without sounding like, <laughs> like unbelievable, like it's never been a problem. But it like, when I think about like getting recognition for some things, it, like I literally throw up my mouth. Like I'm like, ugh, ugh. like literally. I, yeah. I, so, oh. um, but Did you throw up your mouth a little bit this Sunday. <laughs> no. Uh, well, because I gave you recognition for oh, Good did, Friday. Uh, <laughs> I did. Well, it turns out to those, well, maybe they heard you say that. And that's why they asked who. I like, know. wait a minute. Are you, uh, I didn't know you worked here. Yeah. When did you do that? Did you do that first service? Uh, I definitely did it second service. Okay. But last last week I did both services. Uh, oh. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. So I, I know that that's one yeah. of those things that like some some people that that's a, a real uh, barrier that needs to get broken through. 
Um, and I guess for like a mini portion of this show, uh, the upside is not everybody suffers your, the same maladies. Mm-hmm. Not everyone has the same um, problems. Hmm. And uh, so if you're listening, you're like, oh, pride's a really big problem of mine. Mm. You know, I, I that's okay. Cause I have problems of my own mm-hmm. yeah. and we, all of, all of our uh, temptations aren't the same. Yeah. I think that's interesting. You say that because that really ties in with- that's a- Great segue. Literally, what we're talking about today. <laughs> That's a great segue. Yeah. <laughs> That's so good. What, what are we? T- what are we talking about today? We're in week six ish. From oh, what's your story? Five. 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 Yeah, five ish. Yep. We're in five ish. Well, I guess. I guess. I guess. We're in week six now. Yeah, oh yes, coming this Sunday. Yes, we'll be week six. <laughs> okay, good. Glad we got that clarified. <laughs> yes, we are in that. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll be talking about week five. If you want to get, yeah. uh, if you want yeah. to get, it's yeah. funny you said that because someone uh, I got coffee this morning and and uh, my friend Brian goes, so uh, what you got on the docket this week? I said Easter. <laughs> I was like, he goes, oh, say no more. <laughs> say, say no more. Say less. <laughs> it's true. I looked at Keith uh, when we came down in here and I was like, I kind of can't wait until this week is over. But I always feel that way about holidays. Like, yeah. you know, it's big and there's a lot to get through. So I know that once it's done, I'm going to feel relief. So I'm like, I want to get through it. Mm-hmm. But also at the same time, I enjoy the holiday and what it represents. So. With with wrapping production on the Good Friday broadcast, I wrapped production on that on Thursday. Mm-hmm. And that was, um, uh, it was probably one of the biggest projects I've ever done here. Yeah. In, in I think way, so, yeah. In way of, I, 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 it, it, I didn't have a lot of like other hands in the project. It was one of those where when we were conceptualizing what we would do for Good Friday, if we were going to do anything for Good Friday, um, God just kind of said, do this, 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 and this. And it all came to me. And then when I presented it to the team, I, as I was saying it out loud, I'm like, I know all those things I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. You know, like one of those, yeah. yeah. Okay, here we, like a yikes. Yeah. And so uh, as I wrapped that on Thursday, it felt like this, because I was in a, a, like a really dark spot for a lot of weeks and people that would ask about, you know, because people would know, knew, knew I didn't do that. So my friends would ask, like, how's it going? Like, it's, I was in a super, super dark spot. Like, when, when, you're, when you script Jesus's last 24 hours, like, I have the Bible as a, actually, a, like, an you know, actual reference. But, like, when you write, when you write a mini movie, you have and get into the mind of those last 24 hours for him. Yeah. And just be in that last 24 hours. And then get into the mind of the Sadducees and Pontius Pilate and the crowd and then, and then produce it in a video. Mm-hmm. I was in a super dark spot for a lot of weeks. So when I wrapped that on Thursday, like how Megan was saying, like, Oh, I, I just, I, I'm, I'm okay when this week gets done. Mm-hmm. Like I felt that last week. And then I felt like my spirit just like, like a, a heaviness of my spirit went away. Yeah. Yeah. So like, as, 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 as she, I came down here and she said that I knew exactly what she was referring to that heaviness, mm-hmm. that, that in ministry it's, and you as a listener, as a Jesus person, you you know what we're talking about. Like when you get into the, what actually happened there, you read the word and there's a heaviness about that and a a, a, a burden Yeah, that I, I know my burdens are, are, are light for him, so I should give them to him. But man, mm-hmm. we're humans. And yep. to think that our Lord went through that. Mm-hmm. Oof. Yeah. I was, it was funny because I, I remember I called you. I was like, hey, can you come with me somewhere? And you go, yeah, 
I need to get out of here. <laughs> and and it was just because you were in the middle of it, just watching yeah. and watching and reading and breaking down over and over and over again. So yeah. So. And as a promotion for our broadcast on Friday on, on social media and our website and our YouTube, uh, if you follow Life Church at all, it would be impossible to miss it. Mm-hmm. Uh, watch it. Yeah. And, uh, and maybe the last three minutes of, of what I've been saying might, I don't know, resonate with you or might yeah. stick with you, but it will. It's, it's a piece I'm very proud of, yep. but it was a piece that God wrote and just told me to pen it. Yeah, it's really cool. And, uh, and so I'm, I'm really excited. I, when, I, when I finally sent Submit for it to be published, I was really excited for our church to, to experience it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be something that people, I think, this is going to, not that our, our past stuff has it as much, but I just feel like this one more is going to be a pass it along video. Hey, watch this. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. And I think, I think so it, it's just a different concept to uh, than we've done storytelling wise. Mm-hmm. I think it's really cool. And I think even for someone who's like on the fence or someone like, you know, I think it's just a, the the production alone makes you, it'll draw their attention, but the story will kind of keep them in. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's honestly, I think <laughs> it might be easier for some of you who've been trying to get people to come on resurrection Sunday. I think this might be a great thing of going, all right, all right. I want to, you know, I want to mm-hmm. dive more into this. Yeah, you know, yeah, so. for sure. And that's that's the hope and desire. Yeah, uh, uh, I felt very confident submitting the piece in. Yeah, I felt I didn't feel like there was blemishes in it, uh, but also that excitement of, um, uh, if, if what, I was a part of something that might spark somebody's uh, desire to learn more about yeah. about Jesus, to learn more about those last forty eight hours, mm-hmm. and to learn more about what those last 48 hours meant to us in our salvation. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, yeah. Um, so let's, let's break, let's, let's get into week five. Yeah. Week five. Uh, pastor Sean was the, uh, was the officiating pastor. Man, and officiating. That, and I, I know we don't do clips anymore, but like, you got to listen to that message, man. That was a, so good. That was a banger. That was a banger. Yeah. Me, so. me and my wife, when I got home, uh, the first thing she said to me, she was, uh, she was by the sink and I, I came in and then she turned her head. She's washing a dish. She goes, Sean was preaching like he used to preach back in 2019, wasn't he? Oh man. And I go, yeah, yeah, I'll do this. <laughs> she goes, you know, when we, and before I was on staff, like when I would attend church on Sundays, uh, during his sermons, when he would talk a little bit about food, mm-hmm. I would, we would always look at each other like, no, I kind of want Oreos. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like we would go to the store and be like, well, I just you talked. I can't about. tell you how fast I drove out of church after second <laughs> service to go get lunch. I was like, yeah. I'm so hungry right yeah. now. That, that 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 and that that comical uh, that comical relief with, with it really felt uh, mm. very old school. Old school Sean service. Yeah. I I I think he could do a quick five. Like I I think he could do an open micer and have a a good five minutes yeah. for sure. Uh, he's a naturally uh, Pastor Sean's a naturally really funny. He is dude really yeah. funny and and but then it was just. Yeah, man, it made me go. You need to step your game up, Dallas. You got so you, 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 you <laughs> find some man, jokes. Yeah. I would I not want to follow that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and like it's yeah. Just so, anyways, kidding. and I, what I love about this podcast, I don't think you have to necessarily. It doesn't. It doesn't go side by side as much as it used to. Like you, do, we we don't have clips anymore. We use the scripture that he's using. But, you know, so I think someone could hear this. They're like, man, I want to hear their interpretation of this scripture. Mm-hmm. But well, all that being said, you should listen to the message if yeah. you didn't yeah. listen to it. It's really, really good. So yeah. it's a really good one. All right. And so the the primary scripture that uh, was discussed is from 
uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 10, and we're going verses 13. Mm-hmm. Uh, verse 13. I, I really, I, I, I <laughs> we, thought there was more than one there. because I know, we've been doing lo- more than one. There's a lot of words here, yes. <laughs> but that's, that's just the one verse. And uh, it was done from the BSB, the Backstreet Boys Bible. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so it is the BSB version, uh, but what does it stand for, Dallas? Berean uh, Study Bible. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 why is that of relevance to you? Oh, I. Uh, that's where I got my credentials in. Crazy. I'm a BSB. No, I'm not. I'm, <laughs> I'm just. I, I. I got when I went to seminary. I. I did all my schooling through Berean. Yeah. Uh, School of Bible. So neat. Yeah. Uh, quick question before we get into. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Neat. Cool. Yeah. Next. Yeah. I thought it would stick better. Than, I thought it would stick funnier than that. Yeah. Yes. All right. So to just bring up the, the, the comedy one bit before we get into the real, uh, were yes. you, were you uh, Megan? Backstreet Boys are in sync. Oh, I don't know. Oh, this what? Is- Backstreet Boys. Backstreet really? Boys. Yeah. Past Dallas. In sync. What? Yeah. I was for sure through and through BSB. I think so. Mm-hmm. I think so. NSYNC gave us JT. Yeah. I'm not, a big, I'm not a big JT fan. I got to be honest with you. I mean. That's Megan at Life Church TV. Yeah. I just, <laughs> I don't know. Well, I, let's yeah. put it this way. I didn't have his poster in my room when I was I, like I 10. Mean, you know what I mean? The Millennium and Black and Blue album were just so good. Yeah. How, how, how can you deny those two albums in comparison with all other boy bands? Those two albums were, I don't know. I don't know. But here we go. There we go. Verse 13. No temptation has seized you except what is common to man. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide an escape so that you can stand up under it. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13. Yeah, so as I'm reading this scripture... Uh, the first, obviously, I'm I'm reading around this scripture in in the whole chapter, right? Uh, but really, what I'm noticing and taking away from this is that God's going to provide a way out. Hmm. Okay, got it. I've always read this scripture as as just that, like encouragement, almost as opposed to what I'm now seeing as a as a warning. So so the way out is going to be provided by God, not provided by the world, not provided by your sin, not provided by the temptation itself. It's provided by God. So what that tells me is that you need to be in Christ in order to receive this way out. If you're just, let's put it this way. If you're just sinning and continually staying in the circle of sin uh, and not looking for for God, not looking for a way out of your sin, then you're not gonna just like jump out of the circle and suddenly be living a perfect life. It's why, you know, people who are like, do I need to give up uh, drugs before I come to God uh, and before I accept Christ into my life? And Jesus is my savior. Do I need to give up drugs? Do I need to stop doing this and this and this? And it's like, well, well, no, God's gonna take care of that in you, but you can't, you're not gonna be able to do that on your own, nor is he asking you to. God and, and Jesus are just asking you to come to him. Um, and so when I scroll back up to the top of the chapter, the piece I was talking about, about this being uh, a warning, essentially what is being said here is that all of the Israelites, all the ones who were in the, you know, wandering around in the wilderness, they were all under the same covering of God. They were um, all 
underneath the cloud of God. They all passed through the Red Sea, which was parted for them. They were all baptized. Uh, They were all eating the same thing, drinking the same thing. And yet with most of them, God wasn't pleased. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I read that just like, are you kidding? Like what? But we're all but we're all at church. We're all uh, coming together. We all do dinner together. We all drink the same coffee. We sing the same songs. And yet with most of them, God was not pleased. Why? Uh, Because of their sins. And when you look at them, it's because they were unrepentant from from their sins. They pursued them, right? They weren't looking for the way out of their sin. They were just happy to stay in that circle of sin. And so again, it's, are you willing to accept and, and receive the help in the way out of the temptation? Or are you just feeling like, this is it. This is my life. It's like when your sin becomes your identity, right? Yeah. And that's gross. Mm-hmm. I don't, uh, if I struggled with pride, am I just going to be like, well, I'm just a prideful sinner and that's just who I am. Like, wow, man, mm-hmm. but you're missing out on so much fullness if you, if you look for the way out, if you ask God for help, if you step into something new and, um, you know, it's not always going to be pleasant. So that's the other thing of this. It's, it's not always easy to, uh, walk out of what you've been doing. And so that feels like the barrier for a lot of people. Like I can't come into something new with God because if I give up drinking, I don't know who I'm going to be. I don't know what kind of a mom I'm going to be if I, if I stop having three glasses of wine every night. Mm. Wow, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, are you going to trust God? Are you going to surrender it to God and and continue to move forward? He's going to, the things that we think we have to give up in order to be whatever, if, if it's something that God is calling you to, if he's calling you to give up the three glasses of wine a night, he's going to provide again the way out. So whatever you think is like the hard thing that you have to get through, just push through and trust God because there's something that he has for you that you're just unable to see because of that thing that's in front of you right yes. now. So anyway, this scripture for me is a warning, not a um, not what I was taking it before is a encouragement almost. Yeah. I mean, it is both, but, mm-hmm. but today how I'm thinking of it. So the scripture you read, uh, he, the Lord wasn't pleased. Was that the word that was used there? God was not pleased for their dead bodies were spread out in the wilderness. Pleased. Now- I wanted because it 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 made my ears stand up a little bit mm. uh, because God isn't pleased doesn't mean that he's uh, not that he doesn't still love you. Mm-hmm. Correct. That God isn't pleased doesn't mean you don't get into heaven. Mm-hmm. That God. So I I I know when when I guess someone could someone could come to church and think that God is a is a smiting God. He's a he's an angry God. And then there are times God's very angry. There are times that God definitely puts puts his his foot down on people. Yeah, which but, the next couple of verses do tell some of that, honestly. But yeah. for the most for the general uh, for the most part, the the book I read, yeah, he's he's a very loving God. Yes, and I, I don't want that word. He wasn't pleased to be a deterrent if you're newer in this game mm. to be a you're not worthy. Don't even bother. Right, and I think again, it comes it comes back to the context. So these. Uh, people, the Israelites, they had a certain, they had made it so far, right? They had been in slavery. They were slaves, but now they were God's people. They had seen miracles. Again, they were under the cloud of God. They passed through the sea. They were baptized. They were eating the spiritual food, drinking the spiritual drink and drinking from a spiritual rock, which followed them. So 
So they weren't like brand new. They weren't like the guy that they picked up, the hitchhiker out in the desert who like hopped on in and God was like, I'm not pleased with this guy, yeah. right? Like they had an expectation because they had been around for a little for mm-hmm. a little while. And um, so, so when they continued to sin and the things that they were doing were shocking in some regards, turning away and, and serving idols, uh, committing sexual sins, uh, grumbling. Like, I mean, if God is providing for me and God is feeding me, and you're grumbling. Oh, but isn't he doing that today? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. And we're like, where's God? God, where are you? Why do we keep getting sick? God, where are you? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. And there are moments in, in the day where I'm not pleased with my children, mm-hmm. but they're my children. Totally. And I love them. And I yeah. will, like, a, I guess, what's a good animal in the, in the animal kingdom that defends his children? I always feel like it's the woman animal. The, the lion. All I can think about is Pastor Sean yesterday <laughs> telling us that there's alpha animals and yeah. then talking about that there's an alpha chipmunk. <laughs> and I'm just like, I can't get that out of my head. Yeah. So for the alpha v- chipmunks <laughs> out there. Yeah. So, so for the thousand people that weren't at that meeting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'm a very, like, I, I, I would, I would, I would die for my children. Yeah. I, though I'm not pleased at, at times, I love them unconditionally. Mm-hmm. They will always be my children. They will do nothing that I will say, get out of my life, children. There's nothing they could possibly do. And I think that uh, we forget that because of God, maybe we forget because God is, is so magnificent yeah. that at the, at the end of the day, our relationship with God is very similar to a father and child relationship. That's why he compares us so often in the word. So he's not pleased but you're still his. Yeah. And he will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able. Why? Because he loves you. Mm. Then, cause I, I just know pastor Dallas, I can see him like the wheels are turning. Well, it's, he's been loaded and ready to go. <laughs> so I kind of just want to ask a question of just yeah. see how long, how much more you can kind of squirm. <laughs> Why does God tempt us? God does not tempt us. Yeah. Why does God allow temptation? Pastor Dallas. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Um, Come out of the ring. Let's go. Right. <laughs> so, yep. You tap me in. Yep. I'm coming in full swing. I'm gonna, I'll take everyone on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> why are we tempted? Because he wants to provide a way out. He wants to give you, he wants you to know, but he wants to provide a way out. Like that's the big thing. You know, again, um, I did a lot of commentary on this and it is true. This is, I want to say, uh, 1 Corinthians 10, 13 is, is a uh, heavy hitter when it comes to one-off scriptures. Um, but you have to remember that, you know, and I, I, I here's the thing, I encourage people to just read verses. I, I encourage it because I think this verse on its own is powerful. It, you know, uh, it can be uh, talked about and, and saturated so much. But when you understand the context of it, it just brings more and more power to it. And so like you, you read, Megan, what we're seeing is we're seeing Paul reminded them the great things that God has done yeah. and the awful things that happened with idols. Mm. And why is he doing that? Because the church of Corinth struggled with idol worship yeah. to the point that one of the big issues in the church of Corinth, of Corinth was believers going like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I believe in Jesus, but I also still follow these idols. They were trying to do both. They were trying to get to a point where it was a part of their life. It reminded me, I don't know if I ever told this story, but I had a friend whose mom was into everything mm-hmm. to the point where on she was a saleswoman. She would go and sell things. And and um, 
on her way out, there was a long kind of like, I can't remember the name of the table, but it's kind of like a table to the side. You sometimes put your keys on it. Council table. Thank you. She had a console table on the, on the by the entrance of the door that had every, it felt like every religion. Mm. She would hit a gong. She would do a little, little thing here. She would pick up the, you know, a rosary. She would do all these things because she's like, I need the, I need, I need whoever's mm-hmm. right wow. to help me and guide wow, me. Wow, wow. And so, so that was the mindset of the Corinth church was yeah. like, yeah, listen, I do believe that Jesus is saving the world, but can he help me with everything? And Paul's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let me remind you, this is the God. We, the God we serve who gave us Jesus is the one that, led the way with a cloud that brought food from the from the sky who opened the waters mm-hmm. so he's reminding of all the things that this guy's done and he goes eh, let me remind you what your idols have done oh it caused 23,000 people to die it you know this idol has done this and this and and he's yeah. saying that like i know you think there's something special about these idols but guess what you're not you're not the new you're not mm-hmm. alone in this yep. this has been happening forever yeah your god's not the new your your thing that you go to is nothing new but god is faithful and then verse 13, you know, I love it because verse 12 says, so you think you're uh, you're standing firm. Be careful you don't fall. Right. He's pretty much saying, I know you're thinking you can handle this without me. Be careful. And then yeah. he reminds them, no temptation has seized you except what is common to man. So like your temptation is nothing new. It's common. You're average. You are, <laughs> you're basic. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Your, and, your temptations are basic. And God... <laughs> Capital G is faithful. Yeah. So he's to remind him, your idols aren't faithful. I mean, we think about. It, I mean, we go back to to First Kings with Baal and and uh, Elijah, and he's like, you know, he's making fun of them, and they're constantly going for Baal. I mean, God is faithful. God will proceed, and then he'll sell, and he will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. Now, I think one of the misconceptions with this is. We think, okay, if I'm in Jesus, then no, then all the temptations are going to be easy for me. Mm. No, it's not saying that, right? He says, well, he's not. Well, he won't give me anything I can bear. Yeah, but you could bear a lot. Mm-hmm. How do I know this? Because we see this when we lift weights, when we run a little further. We think we can do only so much until we're around a professional. No, no, no. You got one more. No, I don't. I don't got one more. You do. You do. That's what God's saying. Right. God is saying, I know you don't think you, you can do this. Just keep, just, but, but he's not also, he's not saying, I don't, I know you can bear it, but I also don't need you, your strength in it. Mm. I need you to keep coming to me. Mm. So when you're like, I can't do it anymore. Why, why am I in this? Just trust me. I, I, I actually looked up a scripture. Psalms 27, 14 says, wait patiently for the Lord. Be brave and courageous. Yes, Wait patiently for the Lord. And so God's saying, just stay with me. I won't let you go beyond what you can bear. Mm-hmm. But in me, you can bear a lot because I'm going to give you strength. I'm going to give you peace. I'm going to give you, because I can tell you when we withstand temptations in our lives, which I believe all three of us, in one point in our life, we have been able to overcome temptations. Yeah, I know we feel better because of it. I know we go, wow, I can't believe it. And, and here's the one thing I know about three of us too, is we don't pat ourselves on the back for it. That's when we praise louder and that's when we, we pray louder yeah. because we go, God, you got me through that. I didn't yeah. think I could, yeah, but you good. got me through that. And that's what I love about this scripture. It even says he'll, he'll, um, 
the word that I can't remember the word is how to pronounce it, but the word for way out is it comes from the word. Let me find it in my notes. Um, is to it, a way out is in a way it's like it's not an easy way out, and, and it's it's a they say it's like a, like a mountain. You know, like you're on top of something really hard or you're in the middle of the battle. That that word way out is is a, 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 a definition of going, okay, follow this path. I know you're, you're hearing the gunshots and I know you're seeing the, the flames and the screaming, but just if you go this direction, we're going to get out of this. Mm. And that's what it's saying. And so like God will help you find a way out, meaning like when you're in the middle of it and you're like, I can't. And like, no, 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 just go this way. Go this direction. Okay, make a little left over here. Just keep following me. Keep following me. Keep following me. I mean, we've, we've, we've seen those in movies. Just, hey, hey, just listen to me. Don't look around. Look at me. Mm. You know, and that's what they really, the, def, the, the original language is saying on way out is it's, it's not an easy way out. Oh, it's just that door. Oh, okay. But sometimes it's like, it's over there. Boom, 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 boom. You know, like you're just in the yeah. middle of it and you're looking around. You're like, oh my, you know, that's like what it, it it's defined as. And he'll help you find a way out. Uh, but when, find a way out uh, so that you can stand up under it. Hmm. So it's coming from above. You can stand under it. And then I love it in verse 14. Therefore, my dear friends, flee from my idolatry. He's reminding them. Idolatry will not get you what I can get you. God is faithful. I have a question for you, Pastor Dallas. Yes. Do you think that idolatry is something that uh, we struggle with today? Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> I think when people think of idolatry, uh, it's like, well, I don't have a golden calf in my living room, so I must not struggle with idolatry. Mm. But what are some of the other ways that maybe, you know, we do now? Well, I mean, the the biggest thing, the question we ask with idolatry is, what is it that's keep that's taking my focus off God? What is what is it that's taking my focus? Because if that is what it is, that's an idol. I mean, First John talks about when they say, "How do I know that I'm 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 talking to the right spirit?" Mm. Does it contradict Jesus? Yeah. And if so. it does, then it's not the right spirit. All right, I'll just pull the bandaid off. Green Bay Packers. There Ooh. you go. Yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I love the Packers. Yeah, man. Watching football is. It's ingrained in my family. It's, it's something that I hope that my children do with their children. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you what, mm. I still come to church on Sunday morning on yeah. Packer on Packer noon games. Oh boy! Yeah. And the people that say, oh, shoot. people that say, well, <laughs> yeah, games, games at noon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Church is at nine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're, that's true, bro. Yeah. You're you're out at ten oh five. Yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> no, bro. Yeah, it's, it, it's it's eleven to twelve minutes. If you if you do if you're a little savvy with the streets, do you can come right in the back mm. underbelly of Lambeau Field, no mm-hmm. no traffic. So you're you're there about ten forty five. You bro, you got an hour fifteen minutes to find yeah. your spot, even if you go in right away. Mm-hmm. What? That's I mean, in my head, that breaks it breaks down like that. Oh yeah, but I'll tell you what, Packer noon home games. Tendence is a little peckish sometimes. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. there's even an idol in that idol. I mean, we gave the reason. You can get there at 10.05. Get... No, 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 no. It's not. It's not... I, I guess you haven't been there in a while, Keith. It doesn't work that way. We got we got to pregame it. Mm. Oh, no, no, no. We, we got we to gotta tailgate it. Mm. No, no, no. I got to get there at this time. I, I got to get there at 7.30. Yeah. You know? I can get five drinks in. Yeah. And, then, the and then my brain, right. my, I'm like, you can shotgun form. <laughs> so you're like 45 seconds you just so you just need 45 it's, seconds it's yeah. that connection it's yeah. like but no i get i get delight in and again listen and then everyone's like oh i guess they're against tailgate no no no, no. i love it no no Man, i get it, it i love oh, brats oh. 
I could go for a hamburger right now. Bro, All right, stop I talking could, about food. I could go for one right now. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Oh, that smell. I, I owned a house. My first house was uh, just a couple blocks away from Lambeau. Mm-hmm. And man, I'll tell you. That that first week of September, you crack those windows open. That's all you smell. That's all you hear. Oh, yeah, I love it. Yeah, yeah. I, so hey, we're, I'm not saying I, I'm 100 percent on board. Pro Packers. Pro Packers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but is it something that again is is distracting you? Correct. Or mm-hmm. is standing between you? Yeah. And God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How if if the if the if the Packers lose, how's how's your attitude? Yep. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah, that's a good check. Because I mean that 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 scripture's kind of hey, you're going to be tempted to to swear a little louder and act a little meaner to your to your spouse mm-hmm. when they lose, especially if they lose on a bad call. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. But I will give you a way out. Mhm. And that leads me to the what's the way out? Oh, oh. Oh, I got, I went blank. I was trying to think of an, an answer with with the Packers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "What's the way?" A out? new coach. I'm just uh, I think it's surrender. Yeah, it's- I, I think it. And this is what you were saying, Pastor Dallas. Is are you are you going to come to him and say, "I'm going to rest in in you, God"? And why is it so hard for us to rest, for us to surrender, for us to say your will, not mine. I'm mm-hmm. going to keep walking the the straight and narrow and not look at all the bombs going off, but just continue to follow you. And it sounds, I mean, really, it sounds so simple that it's yeah. like that can't even be the right answer, right? Yeah. Exactly, because I think what happens, because idols will change your identity. Hmm. It'll change, idols will make you into a person that God never called you to be. And, and going back to sports, I mean, that's the thing too, is, is they'll give you anger. You didn't think you could have, it'll give you. And so now, I mean, I'm, I'm going to get personal, uh, you know, I don't know. Um, I think it was last year. So I'm, I'm, I'm a Packers fan, but I'm also a Phoenix Suns fan. I mean, just, they were my basketball team when I was in Las Vegas and, and, uh, the last game they played last year was against the Dallas Mavericks and got destroyed, <laughs> destroyed. And at one point in the game, I had to stop watching, uh, not because I was like, I'm sick of this team, but because I found myself becoming a person that I don't want to be. And God's not called me to be. I'm yelling at the TV like they can hear me. <laughs> like I'm, I'm standing up and going, are you kidding? I'm like, I am losing it because of it just over and over again. And I had to stop and go, I can't, I can't. So good. This yeah. is turning me into something I don't want to be. Uh-huh. Turned it off. I walked away. Because here's the reality, win or lose, you know, it shouldn't change my character and shouldn't it's, change my calling. Right, it's just not worth it. Or my right? direction. Like that's what we're seeing from the scripture. Guys, it's not worth it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look, look what happens. Yeah. It's just not worth it. Just yeah. follow God, be mm-hmm. obedient. And the other side of that coin is uh, there are moments, I, I, I like sports a lot. Mm-hmm. I watch, I don't really watch a lot of TV aside from sports. Yeah. Um, especially in busy seasons. But like I watch a lot of different sports, mm-hmm. uh, and there's moments in in uh, sporting. I've, I'm really big in, into into motorsports, so there are moments where I get up out of my chair and I'm I'm and I'm cheering like because it's exciting, and then my kids are cheering too. And we, the uh, Italian announcers for uh, for MotoGP, they they say "Oh mamma mia!" like a, <laughs> like a lot. So yeah. like my kids now say it with me, and like we yeah. did like, and that's like 
that's like an excitement and energy and like we laugh and, and we're a family and we're like mm. doing like, so that's, we're not talking about, well, you shouldn't be, you shouldn't get worked up over sports. You shouldn't get worked up negatively over sports. It shouldn't really affect when the race is done for me. Uh, it's like, okay, let's go do something, you know, it, but it's, a, it's, there are in sporting events, like it's okay to get excited and like be energetic and like happy when yeah. something goes your way. But it's also the, the idolatry portion of it is, mm-hmm. Can it affect you to the point where, like Pastor Dallas was saying, it's it's making you into something you don't want to be? Yeah, mm. you know, does it bleed over if your team doesn't win yep. to how your your interaction is at dinner with your family? Yeah, and then that's probably the unhealthy version of it. Mm-hmm. Now, yep. there's a healthy version of everyone's laugh, everyone's smiling, laughing, cheering for their favorite racer or favorite sport team, uh, and then there's the other one that I can't because I, I can't do this because the game's on. Or because uh, I have to be doing an activity two hours before kickoff. Mm-hmm. So I, I couldn't possibly go to church. I couldn't possibly do this. Mm-hmm. That's the stuff that you got to probably evaluate yourself to be like, is that a healthy way? Yeah. yeah. You know, as you were talking, Keith, I was thinking, I, uh, you know, so that's a tangible thing for you, right? Like a sports game, that's like a thing. But sometimes idols can be in our mind too. They're like things that we think. Like, yep. like I have to have the perfect family. My kids have to be dressed better than everyone else. And we have to have like great Instagram pictures, right? Or like, then these are things that you kind of just carry in your head that like, we have to strive for perfection or our family has to look a certain way, or we need to, we always need to do this or be seen as this way or be seen uh, as charitable or whatever, right? Like those are idols too. And it just like, I I had this uh, thought of like the mom at the zoo or wherever the mall, who's like trying to get the the perfect picture of the kids, right? And they're losing their mind and they're not taking the picture and she snaps and they leave the zoo and she's yelling at him in the car. Mm-hmm. And like, so was that the thing that you're holding between you and God? Like the thing that you're not willing to put down yeah. and, and leave is the thing that is standing in between you and God. It's the thing that's not uh, allowing you to surrender fully to him. So there's a, there's so many different things. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a book, it's called Gospel Treason. I'm reading it right now. And very interesting book about how we all have different idols. And yeah. I'm, I'm still reading it, so I don't know the big, mm-hmm. but um, really interesting on how we can carry a lot of that kind of stuff in with us and and maybe not even know it. Because yeah. <laughs> we're like, what do you mean? I've, I'm a Jesus girl. I'm a Jesus guy. Like, I don't think I struggle with that kind of stuff. Yeah. It, it reminds me also that, you know, cause we go, well, we, you know, well, I don't, you know, I don't know what, you know, my idol is. It's again, it's what takes your attention, what takes your power. It's what you give power to. And that's why like, you know, like Indiana Jones or something like that. Those old movies when you, when they would grab an idol, like Indy would grab something, not think anything of it. And people would go, whoa, 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 whoa. And it like lights up. Yeah. yeah. Like, what are you <laughs> the doing? force comes out. And yeah. it was nothing to him, but it <laughs> yeah. was everything to them. And that's, because they've given it attention, they've given it power, they've given it that. So, so again, I don't want it to come across that certain things equal idol for everyone. No, that's no. not true. And that's how why we started the show with yeah. Everyone has their own yeah, mm-hmm. it's, their it's, own temptations. But but you have to ask yourself like, what is giving my attention more than God? You know, like, am I going? Am I? You know, 
I used to hear people go, or do you give Facebook more attention than the book? You know, like, are you going to that book over this book? Mm-hmm. You know, is that is that an idol to you to where mm-hmm. you're like, oh, it, you know, uh, I've already given 15 minutes on, on social media and I haven't given any minutes on God's word. Ooh. You know, those are some things you go, okay, what am I giving? What's what's taking my attention to where, you know, because I, I, last night I was, I was people go, how, what do you do to help you from getting the Bible and not quitting? And I wish I would have said this last night. Well, the biggest thing I said, you need to make time for God. You need to make time for God. But I wish I would have said, and you need to remove the things that take your attention from God also. Like you need to identify what is getting my attention more than God right now too. You know, what is getting my, again, because it's more than just church attendance. We're not just talking about like, oh, you went here instead of church. Like church attendance is just, is just one of the things. Like what is getting your attention day to day over God? What is, you know, what is that, what is it getting that? And that's where he says, I'll find you a way out. Like the biggest thing we have to remind ourselves is that in, even if you're in the middle of it and you acknowledge it, God is saying, now I want you to stop. Mm-hmm. And I want you to focus on me. It kind of, you know, what it reminds me of, it reminds me of Saved by the Bell. When things are all crazy, Zach Morris on the show would go, time out. And everything would stop. Mm-hmm. And he would talk to the audience. Like, that's what God wants. When you're in the middle of being tempted and you're like, this is too much, he just goes, now stop and focus on me. Don't focus on everything around. Just focus on me and I'll help you get out of this. I feel like you're describing fasting. <laughs> that's, yes. <laughs> I, and people always ask, right? Like, well, why do you fast? Or, or like, it's almost like there has to be a thing that you're fasting yes. for. But when you fast, that is the the timeout yes. moment. And it's when you really find out all of those, those cravings start to come up, right? Yes. And, uh, okay, well, why am I clicking around and looking for my Instagram app every five seconds when I pick up my phone? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. How am I going to live without Instagram for 21 days? Well, yeah. I'll tell you what, you'll find out how you live without Instagram. It works. Yeah. Like, and, and then people say things like, I just heard from God more than I ever have or, or whatever. It's like, yes, because you, you got a chance to step away from all of those things, all of those. And maybe it's not an idol to you yet, but it could be. Yeah. If, you know, if you're not careful and that's why he's saying, be careful. Eh, this verse, it's like, be careful. Yes. Cause like they were there. They followed God. The God was the cloud. I mean, man, wouldn't we love right now? If like God was just a cloud being like, guys, come on over here. Follow me over here. We'd yep. be like, yay. Yeah. They had that. And yet, they still. And yet still. So? <laughs> it's so funny too, because when you think of Exodus, like food came from the from the sky and they still said, not good enough. And you're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, what do you think it tasted like? I don't know. Probably pretty good. You know what I think If it's of? coming direct from. Cinnamon Toast Crunch every time. <laughs> Is that right? Every time I think about man, I, mean, I think of Cinnamon Toast that's, Crunch. <laughs> that's like right from the factory right yeah. there. That, I don't know. And, and like, but still, even in all those blessings, yeah. they were like, it was better in Egypt. You mean with slavery? What? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I, I break down uh, idolatry. Like what are the, so like if you're here on Sunday, uh, that person you are, you know, all smile and high five. The last couple of weeks I've been at the front door, high fiving people and like people look genuinely happy and they, you know, mm-hmm. people, our church looks happy. Yeah. And even the ones that the awkward high fives, you know, that you can get kind of a smirk from these people. Like mm-hmm. they know that was super uncomfortable, but they're like, all right, that was, that was kind of, mm-hmm. that was fun. Yeah. That person, the person that shows up, you listener, the person that's here at 9, 9am, mm-hmm. that person, what in this world 
changes that person to the person that you're presenting other places. Yeah. Yeah. And that, and if it, if you can pinpoint what that is, that's probably something that is hang, hanging a little more weight than it probably ought to in your life. Mm-hmm. If you can, if you allow something to change that person to yeah. be somebody that, that you are not, that's probably where I would start looking at what I think I, what I think I'm idling Whoa. in this world. Then yeah. You just blew my mind a little bit. That's good. Mm-hmm. So my, my take on this, I don't think I've given my take yet. I don't no. know. I don't think no. so. No, you just didn't ask questions. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this, this scripture reminds me that how I interpret, how I unpack a verse is very much, uh, it very much correlates with my life. And my life is different than Dallas's life, different than Megan's life, different than your life as a listener. Uh, I've experienced other things, but I've also experienced similar things to everyone. Um, this scripture, I, it's super. It, it, it's simple for me. It's this scripture doesn't have a lot of, for me, doesn't have a lot of like trap doors. Mm-hmm. So I really like this. No temptation has seized you except what is common to man. I remember it would have been the first week in June in 2002. And it was an, it was an exceptionally warm, warm, early summer. I, maybe, maybe it was warm to me cause I was just sweating a lot. Mm-hmm. And I remember I was, I was probably not more than, well, if I do the math, I would have been probably about 36 days sober, 35, 36, 37, 38. And, and I, at that point I was getting cravings a lot. Um, I'd, I've been sober, I've been sober and, and clean from drugs and they would come and go. And I, I couldn't explain when they would come and go. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my, my sponsor at the time says, when you get those cravings, uh, I, you just go and pray and ask God to remove that. So I had this one, this is the middle of the afternoon. It was real bad. And to be honest, after this, I, I probably had a handful more. I usually say I had, I stopped having cravings for drugs probably about nine months in, but I, I, as I'm evaluating now and as a 40 year old man, 20, almost 21 years later, I, I, I think that, I think that that app actually happened like sooner that they went away. Mm. Uh, and it, when you're young and you're like, you know, no, my cravings just vanished. I think in the beginning I, I might've said nine months because I didn't want to sound cocky about it. Mm-hmm. But then that, that being humble about it actually was deglorifying God. Yeah. So I remember this, this warm, exceptionally warm day and I'm sitting at a friend's house. I'm 20. I just turned 20. I just turned 20 and uh, I was getting this craving. And uh, if you've ever had a craving for something, food, for, for drugs, for alcohol, for, pornography for, I guess you name it. It was, this one was pretty bad, like shakes and sweats and salvation. So I called my sponsor. I said, this is, this one's bad, man. This one's really, really bad. This one's really, really, really bad. I can't, I just can't stop thinking about it. Like, I don't want to go do it, but I, I, I don't know, man, help me. Mm-hmm. And he said this, he said, hang up the phone and in five minutes, give me a call back. And in the meantime, go in the corner of the room you're in doesn't have drugs in there, right? No, no, it doesn't have drugs. Good, 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 good. Get on your knees, pray to God and pray that God removes it. Like with some desperation. So uh, at the time I didn't have a cell phone because I 
just it didn't have a cell phone. Yeah, 2002. It was 2002. Mm-hmm. I was 20. Yeah. And so I had a, an alarm clock in that room, and I looked at it, and I said it, and I just prayed, God, take, take, take this away from me. Please remove my compulsion to do drugs. Please remove my compulsion to do drugs. Please help me stay sober today. Please help me stay sober. Please help me stay sober. Five minutes, alarm rang, called my sponsor. He goes, well, how do you feel? Well, I'm, I'm still sober. It's <laughs> <laughs> so like, has, has it, are you more, are you, how do you feel? I'm like, yes, I think it, I think it went away. He goes, cool. Hang up the phone, five more minutes. Give me a call back. Do the same thing. Mm. I did that, I think probably for the course of the next 25 minutes or so. And wouldn't you know that at the end of it, it was gone. Yeah. I can't remember how many more days I had a craving like that. I, I think that was the last big one. Mm-hmm. When, when God says, but when you are tempted, he will also provide an escape. The escape isn't elaborate. Mm-hmm. The escape is was just him. Yeah, mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to jump through any hoops. Yeah. I had to solve a puzzle. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't have to. It was just him. Mm-hmm. This scripture was, it's always been him. The escape has always been him. Yep. That is it. Yep. I, I can do, I, it's just him. Asking it will be done. Mm-hmm. So when I when I read that when I read that verse, and I've, I've been familiar with that verse prior to this Sunday, the escape is, was simply him. And why does why does temptation? Why are we allowed to be tempted? Because temptation will will always bring out the worst of us. Yeah. Why Why would we want that in this world then? Mm-hmm. Well, sadly, yes, it does bring out the worst. But when we don't submit to it. And when we go to him, it can also be the most powerful tool to let the non-believer know that there is a God. Yes. And he's very present. Yes. I like to bring up that story when, when, we, when I talk about temptations because with if it was left to my own devices, I would have used drugs that day. Mm-hmm. Yep. But God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, I have to tell people that I prayed away temptations mm-hmm. and now I, I haven't, I haven't had a compulsion to do a drug in over 20 years. Yeah. Not by my accord. Don't pat me on the back for it. Mm-hmm. it nothing to do with me. Yep. But God, only God did it. Yeah. That is the only way out. In my experience, that is the only way. If there was another way, if there's an easier, softer way, I would have taken it. Mm-hmm. But it, God's the only way. Mm-hmm. Uh, this phrase has been in my mind since Sunday, uh, or now before that, uh, willing and able. We've paired those two together in life. You know, if you're willing and able, then you can blah, blah, blah. Willing and able. And I think sometimes when it comes to temptations, we think we have to be both, but I don't think we have to be both. Mm. I think we just need to be willing and trust that he's able. Yeah. yeah. Like that's the biggest thing. But sometimes we'll go, I got to be willing and able. I'm willing. Am I able? No, you don't need. You don't need to be able. You just need to be willing. Exactly. Because willing, kind of like what Pastor said, which was very funny. The focus your mind, focus your body thing. You know, that's all God needs. You said it. How do we get a way out? Focus on Him, and follow Him, and He'll give us a way out. And I love how you know my the NIV says you know, again. I'm you know so that you can stand up under it. it doesn't matter what, what what's what you're surrounded with because you're focused on the right thing. Yeah. So you can be in it. That's why Jesus was fall, uh, asleep in the storm. <laughs> he was focused on the right thing. Right. He wasn't focused on that storm. The disciples were though. 
And that's why I love it when that scripture brings brought up. One of my things that always pops up about that story is, I, I can't remember which disciple, maybe Peter, when go, do you even care about us? Yeah. That's how I read it. Yeah. Do you even care about us? <laughs> we're, yeah. we're, you know, and, and, <laughs> and to see the kind of boat they were in, yeah. Like there's a part of me now seeing like the kind of boat that they would have been in. It's like, how are you asleep? <laughs> like, it's like, how? It wasn't like a- I not know if it was physically capable yeah, of sleeping. Yeah, like, it wasn't like they were on a cruise ship, but it's like, oh, you, do you, you, I didn't feel that. It's Did like you a, feel that? It's like a big canoe. Yeah, yeah, and they're like, so I get like, what is wrong with you? Right. You know, he was focused on God. Mm. God knew he could get him out. So he didn't have to worry about that. Mm. But the best part of that story too is when he calms the waves, the disciples go, who is this God that even the winds and the waves listen to him? This is a God who's focused on the right thing. That is one of the most baller so verses in the, all of the world. <laughs> Who is this dude that even the winds it's and a, waves listen yes. to him? Yes. Mm. Yes. Oh, that see when I when I even when I think about that verse, it makes me wanna mm-hmm. like it, it it like we're on the right side, guys. Yes. We're on the we're on like we're on the side that's gonna win. Mm. Yes. And it's so like, oh, it gets me excited. I wanna yeah. read the word. Like, who yes. is this dude? Like mm-hmm. and you know what? If you're listening, odds are you're 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 saved and that's your dude. Yeah. You know, you hear your 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 God's the the God. Yeah. And man, he cares about you. Mm-hmm. And he 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 he's gonna turn everything in that's bad in your life, he will turn it for good with yeah. his will. Yeah. Yes. And that's 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 a that's a that's a probably a whole nother podcast. Right. Mm-hmm. That that doesn't mean you're gonna come out maybe a billionaire but it will turn to good in his will. Mm. Yeah. I would say two things to kind of end. It, ask yourself, is there something that's taking more t- my attention more than God? And if so, what do I have to do to refocus on God? Ch- I challenge you to do that. What is that yeah, idol like in your that. life? And, and identify it and ask yourself, what do I need to do to remove it so that I can put more focus on God? I think if you can do that, mm-hmm. you can do what the, what this scripture says. So good. With, without fault at all. Correct. And I, I want to I go get a broth. <laughs> Hamburger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> All right. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode of Chew on That. Uh, we uh, we're coming up to Resurrection Sunday. Yeah, yep. Sunday this Sunday. Very exciting. And then we will be starting a new series next week, which I think last week we said we would say the series name. Oh yeah, that's this right. week. Oh, he did. Yes, he did. Uh, and it uh, is. We are going to start a series uh, uh, called Even. If even if space, yeah, you know what? And I'm not gonna say anything after that. You gotta find out the rest Ooh. next week. Oh, <laughs> man. Oh. I'm glad I didn't say it because I almost said it. Yeah. There, there is a subtitle. There is a yeah. subtitle. There is a subtitle. There's more. There's more. All but, right, but that's that's all I'll say now. Oh, right gosh. on. For Pastor Dallas and Pastor Megan, my name is Pastor Keith. We can't wait to see you guys on Sunday. I literally just waved like they could see me. Love you guys. Bye.